0: This is Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago, WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago, a good karma brands radio station.
1: Positive vibes are flowing here at uh, Palace Hall. Waddle and I, uh, this is the last uh, broadcaster in the regular season.
2: We may be here next week. I'm very interested to see. Well, what Joniak the, lives here, so if in fact we want to speak to him on a weekly basis, we probably still have to keep coming up. Do you think he lives here oh, during I the off season? Yeah, like I do. this is his like? I do. I, I at mean, I mean, home too? I mean, and I truly mean lives here, like stays overnight, part of the time. I do believe that. Um, but I, I, I'm very interested to,
1: to see what happens next week, as far as. Like, even if they they make limited moves, like, if Iberflue stays um, and, like, and there's no, like, big move, even if they don't announce an offensive coordinator move, I'm not saying that there is going to be one. Uh, maybe they do in a week or two, but whatever. Like, will Ryan Poles have a press conference next week just sort of to give a state of the franchise? Will Kevin Warren, after observing all – season um, hold a press conference and say, this is sort of what I've been observing. Or if there's no news or no announcements announcing that anyone's gone, is there no need for the team president
2: to sort of speak? I, I personally would love to hear everyone speak. I'd like to hear Ryan speak. I'd like to hear Kevin Warren speak.
1: I'd like to hear them all speak. So do you think there will be sort of a state of the union, a state of the franchise address with Kevin Warren and with Ryan Poles? I think at some point there will be.
2: Remember when you said last year, heading into the year, and I thought at the time it was a very apropos and, and accurate statement. Didn't you say last year the off was it last off season? You said is the most important off season in Bears history. Yeah, I mean, I it, think you can make the case that this now, one now it is yeah is is just as important if not more important. Right, right. Because
1: like again with with the development of Justin Fields last year with uh, building the new stadium, and I thought that would go quicker where Which, they would yeah. pick, uh, but I think all of this now is is just put off for another year. The, the decision on the future of the quarterback. Yes. The decision on the future of where they're going to build their new stadium. The new team president.
2: Yes. Um, I think this offseason is even bigger than last offseason. And last offseason, as you said and I agreed, was the biggest offseason in re- recent history. Yeah, most important offseason in recent history. I saw a, a tweet
1: earlier today. Um, that said, I don't, I forget, I think it was Bleacher Nation Bears, and I love the Bleacher, all the Bleacher Nation uh, sites, said, I don't envy Ryan oh, I Like, that was the headline. I didn't read the article, so I'm doing what sometimes drives me crazy when I write a column. But, like, like I, I, I would think... 30 general managers envy Ryan Pulse. I think the only general manager that may not envy Ryan Pulse is a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's in as good of a position as any general manager in the
2: national football. I I mean, this is – he is in the proverbial cappered seat. I told you yesterday, if I'm him, shirt off, I I take every table in St. Elmo's for the entire entire combine. I dropped the ball today. I got to make
1: reservations. I don't know
2: how far. Every table.
1: We I don't know how far out we can make reservations for the combine, and because I do believe we're going to the combine, I got to do. Well, I that. think we should, Because we got to do late. Like he's going to be
2: the most powerful guy in
1: in, in the building because when when uh, Cap and and Shay went last year, and Jonathan didn't Jonathan Jonathan and the the the, the whole morning show went. They, because they wake up so early, they did an early dinner. But none of them, none of the general managers go early because they're all doing work over in Indy and scouting. We're, like. I stay we, out all night. We got to go late. Yeah. We're having, because, first of all, our show won't end until yeah. 7 o'clock Eastern. Here, listen. We're, do, we're doing a 9 or 10 o'clock dinner. Yes. When all the general manager and all the who's who are there. And they're all and, oiled up. Yes. And then, and then we're going to get stuff. Yes. You're not going to get stuff
2: until the clock strikes like twelve thirty. Right, right. That's when everyone kind and of bears gonna, their souls. and we're going to fuel them with drinks.
3: Yes, lo- it looks like you can already make your reservations here. All right. So can you? Can you? Uh, Table for ten. How many people? Okay. Well,
1: it will be uh, Waddle and me and you, and I'm sure uh, who else is going to be there with us. I'm will sure. Be a- all- will be Will Meller be allowed to go, or will he have to ask for permission? Is it a Thursday? I don't know. If it's a Thursday, then no.
3: Um, I didn't mean for how many station? days are we I mean going to be home. down there? We can pick a, a week.
1: Uh, we have to be there at least two or three. I and I say we we make I, I, you probably have to put a credit card down. I would assume, and then it looks like everything's run through OpenTable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I say we make a reservation every. Like for two or three yeah.
3: nights in a row, and then, never then been, we'll cancel. Yeah. I've never been Me the same either. almost. I walked by it when I was in India a couple of weeks ago. Is it impressive or kind of? We walked inside. And we were like, oh, we'll just get a drink and then leave. But you couldn't even get a drink. In there.
1: I want just... Charlie to go with us. That's, I would politic for uh, Char- course, Charlie. Charlie would you
3: be willing to go with us? Of course, get some shrimp
4: cocktail. Get, uh... Charlie
1: would ride a skateboard down there to be. <laughs> That's to be fine. There. Like, I think Charlie would be like a really good. I know. Like He'd be a conversationalist with some of the uh, general managers How with us. He, he think could do it, a little he stand up. Yeah, and do he he a little little stand up for the us. I'm GMs. telling you,
2: Charlie would be the bell of the ball. I would. How long do you think it would take to ride a skateboard from Chicago, downtown Chicago, to Indy? What is this, like our
1: little Jersey Jerry <laughs> yeah, thing? Yeah. Like instead of the golf simulator on the hole in one, which, by the way, Jersey Jerry did.
2: Over 2,500 swings. That's one of the funniest things I think I've seen in recent time, And I showed you. Tom Brady got involved. This is so. This was
1: um, yesterday at this time. Barstool Big Cat joined us. Explained to everyone what he did
2: with Jersey Jerry. I, I had no idea what they were going to do, but jersey uh, they have a golf simulator, a high-class golf simulator at their new offices here in Chicago. And they, they had Jersey Jerry committed to hit golf balls until he could hit a hole-in-one on the simulator, however long it would take, whether it would take an hour or it would take a month. He wasn't going to stop. Except for maybe to go to the bathroom and to sleep a little bit, but he was going to continue to hit golf shots into the simulator until he he made a hole in one. And I believe after twenty five hundred and something swings, he made one. And I believe that like an hour before he made the shot, Tom Brady chimed in. Tom Brady
3: on is Twitter. Tweeting.
2: To Jersey Jerry
1: the PGA about
3: this. Tour, so the, the first PGA Tour event of the year started, and they had every single golfer that's playing in it give him, like, words of encouragement and then congratulations after he did it.
2: It's unbelievable. It's one of the funniest things, you know, I, I think I've seen. And to have Tom Brady encourage him and then congratulate him, spectacular. It, it's unbelievable. I, te- uh, I texted,
1: I put you, me, and Big Cat in the text Um, After the Bulls game, I clicked on the link. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, it was right when I went to go watch Jersey Jerry take some swings. It was when they were blowing up his air mattress for him to go to sleep. (laughs) And I said to Big Cat, I go, that was still more exciting than the bulls next game. Um, but, uh, then sure enough, he woke up today and he had the hole in one, but anyway, so yeah, uh, the combine. And then, um, we, and I want to take some more of your bears calls, but Waddle had his, his rant earlier about like, are you re- It, whether you're pro fields or you're not. And if you, if you say, I trust now polls, um, and he does something that you don't deem right, you know, you either trust him or you don't. If you say you trust them, then you ride with them. you ride with them, or you don't. so like I always say this to you, waddle, whenever there's a new general manager in town, I have like this scale, all right, and I'm right here at the beginning like if right I in just the middle? Be, right 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 in the middle, like uh, some people when there's a new general manager and they get hired, I really don't think that
2: twitch. When they look at that, different. I'm not like sure that, they're going to be impressed with it. No, this Tyler, is, look this at is, what he wrote. What, look what he put there. Like, it's boy, a, it, you are. You know what? Einstein had nothing on you. That's scale. a high We've class That's a high class scale. scale.
1: I, I'm even Steven right in the middle. There are some who on this. Did you really have
2: to draw us a scale when you say I'm right in the middle? The sliding
1: scale and I'm right in the middle. I'm right in the middle. I'm benefit of the doubt guy. There, there, are some, there are some, though, when they are. proven. They're, they're, right. There are some who are, prove it from the start. Yeah. I'm starting off here. Where's that on your scale? And you Show d- the people. Over here. Prove it is here. Okay. This is prove Show it. Show me again where you are. Prove it, and this is I love you. <laughs> okay, so this is the very scientific scale. This is a very scientific scale. Okay. I don't know if anyone could see this And on you're the,
2: the perpendicular line right in the middle. Right. Okay. And, and so I... I'll co-sign that. I... In,
1: I always say, I'm in the middle. I am giving you the benefit of the doubt. And, and now this is going to slide based on what you do early. I think that's fair. With your Chase Claypool move, you move over now towards more of you need to prove it a little bit more. With your Valus Jones draft, you need to prove it a little bit more. With your Jaquan Brisker and and, and Kyler Gordon drafts, um, you move up a little bit more. And so now with the Montez Sweat deal and, and – The with trade
2: for the first pick last year.
1: The trade and you get D.J. Moore. Now all of a sudden the line that started in the middle with all the – even though you had a couple of bad moves, now you're – I'm over here now towards I love you.
2: Yeah, like, I want to move not, in.
1: It's not pinged at the I love you part, but it, it's further over there. So now – it's going to take a lot more for me to question stuff. Now I'm in the sort of you make the move and I'm like okay. I trust you. N- n- now I don't love you. you, you I you trust do, you. You do your thing. I have opinions. Yeah. And but then you say it's that and I'm I'm like okay. Here we go. Let's let let's find out if this works or not. And you know that's how I was with Theo for a big period of time. He wanted to sign Jason Hayward. I'm like, fine. Yeah. You sign Jason Hayward. You want to sign uh, John Lester? Of course. You know. Um, and, and then Chatwood even. I'm like, okay. Yeah, Chatwood could spin it. Chatwood. Could, what, what, Chatwood here. He could spin it. You know. And then with some other stuff. And then it, it's always continuing to slide, and it could always move. But right now, where polls is. Like he started at a five, with a couple of the moves now with Bayless with and Claypool. This, this right, scale. right. If this is based on zero to this? ten, is
2: that zero? That's ten, and that's this is five. zero okay.
1: ten. I started at five, okay, and I wasn't going to hate and I wasn't going to love right away, but I'd give the benefit of the
2: doubt. I'm at like an eight point five on polls. I think that's 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 good confidence. I listen. I'm I'm. He, for me personally, again, he has earned my trust in him to do what's best for the franchise. Doesn't mean that I guarantee you that he'll always be right. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you that. This is what I said earlier. Like The only thing that, that, that kind of I find weird is is people that profess their love or their support for the general manager and that you're going to. I'm all in for polls. If he does what you want him to do – you're with him. If he doesn't do what you want him to do, are you now, despite you professing that I'm going to ride with him? Right. I mean, that's well, silly. And, like, when I was in the middle on
1: this and I was down on Eberflus, and I was down on the Claypool stuff that fell out. Change the narrative. And, and, and so then when he did the Montez Sweat move and Montez Sweat was never a 10 sack guy and he gave up another second-round pick, I'm like, uh-oh. I'm not sure about this. Does Montez Sweat? Is he worth a second round pick? Is he worth a hundred million dollars? Now all of a sudden eight weeks later, it is completely validated what he's done. And that now all of a sudden he showed me. He showed Bears fans. I know what I'm doing. So then now all of a sudden he's earned your trust. You know what I
2: mean? Absolutely. And listen, I'm telling I'm not telling people what their opinion should be. You should your opinion should be your opinion. And and everybody's opinion is valid. I just get a giggle out of the people that say I trust polls, but you realize they only trust, trust. polls as long as he's doing what they want him to do. I'm here to profess to you, I'm going to trust the Bears general, Bears general manager because I think there's nobody in the building, or there's no one in the environment that has spent more time with the individual. See, but is that how
1: you always think though? I understand what your philosophy is now on Justin, but is that like, was that how you felt about pace? No, I think you earned that. that. That's what I'm saying, like, so. Right, this is why I'm saying uh,
2: he to me has, and I said that in my state, he has earned the right from my perspective to do this and I'm going to be – I'm going to ride with him. Right. Like with AK right now with the
1: Bulls, like on my scale, AK is way down on the other end. Yeah. There's nothing that he's doing right now that I trust. I don't have the trust anyway, he's in not doing him anything. that I have
2: in the Bears general manager. And I'm not sitting here also telling you that I'm drinking the Kool-Aid and I'm somebody that believes that every decision that's going to be made is going to be a home run. You don't hit – ask Theo. Every, every decision that Theo made wasn't a home run. But I am personally, in the position with my evaluation, I haven't seen any of these college quarterbacks on film. I haven't done any of the work. So it's hard for me to come up with a strong opinion that I feel, you know, that, that I've put enough work into it that I feel confident in sharing. All I've done is watch it. I feel more confident in the work that I've put in looking at our guys. Yep. And I believe that, again, as I've said a million times, this decision comes down to whether or not our general manager believes there's someone in the draft that can take this organization to a place the existing quarterback can't. If that's the case, I think it's prudent that he makes that selection. If he can't convince himself of that and there's indecision and there are questions, then I believe that he should keep the existing quarterback, trade the pick, and move forward in that manner. That's how I feel the decision should be made. It's just my opinion. And I'm going to ride with that opinion. And if he decides one way or another, I'm not going to pound the table and go, Oh, my God, I can't believe Ryan Pace did it. Ryan Pace has spent – Ryan Poles, if I was there, if I was back at the station, I'd get a pie it's in the face. So, it's over now. That's okay. Uh, uh, Ryan Poles has spent more time around the people in this building – evaluating this snap, the snap of of every practice, every play. Nobody knows this quarterback better than him. And he's certainly going to have spent the time with his assistants evaluating all the other quarterbacks. They are going to put in the work that you and I are going to sit on the couch with chips on our belly, and we're just going to make assumptions. So why wouldn't I trust him to make the decision? Now, if he was somebody that had made 17 bad decisions to two good decisions. That's what I'm saying. It's, I would feel different. And, and it really isn't like it, – it, it isn't science. This is
1: pretty basic stuff. Yeah, this isn't science. It, it, like, this is pretty basic stuff. Like, again, the Darnell Wright decision to me, a lot of people were like, oh, Jalen Carter, Jalen Carter, Jalen Carter. He really thought that out. And, and it was a gamble. But he's like, look, I need to hit a triple with my right tackle. And I need to know that I'm going to get this right with my first, first first-round draft Don't you remember
2: also, go to the year before, when there was questions about Brisker and Gordon being picked, when Pickens was available, we need offensive players, and Ryan Poles... Basically did what he advertised he was going to do. I'm going to stick to my board. The best players this is available. How, this is why they hired me. When I sat down and I gave them my presentation as to this is how I'm going to do business. This is how I'm going to approach the draft. Not how many people build the defense from the back to the front either. Absolutely. It's usually from the front. Yes. But what he did was he remained constant and consistent with how he advertised himself in, in the interview process, right. the last thing I would want my general manager to do in his first draft is I told you in February how I was going to do it, but I had a change of heart in April. Right. Like, holy mother of mercy. I don't want that. He trusted so, his board. So, like, what people were and, – and look, and I understood why there were people that were excited about George Pickens and there were other options. He stayed true to his board. He drafted Kyler Gordon. He drafted, he drafted Jaquan Brisker. I think those guys have been pretty good additions They've to their very defense. Good. Yeah. Yep. So th- just another piece of evidence as to why I'm very comfortable as a Bears fan sitting back knowing that my general manager, my favorite team, is putting in all the work that is necessary to make these decisions that won't be done willy-nilly, and I'm going to sit back and ride with what he decides to do. Now, if we get to next year... 15 weeks into the season, and they look like they're bad decisions, I'm going to look at you and go, of course, guess it what? changes, right. I'm going to say, uh, you know what? I was riding with him. This didn't turn out right. really well.
1: Right. You've lost some confidence. Uh, Matt in Libertyville, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Matt?
5: Hi. How are you?
1: <coughs> Fabulous. We're good.
5: Good, good. Um, so I like your sliding scale. It's um, <laughs> pretty scientific,
1: had- isn't it? <laughs> I should go yeah, work I, for, like, one of those institutes.
5: You know, I had that same thought process going into Justin Fields for this year. Started at 65 percent confidence. It slid way back early on. And, you know, at this point, you know, I'm not at the point where I'm building an altar for him, but uh, I'm definitely at the point where, you know, let's ride with them. But with that said, with the number one pick, the scale changed. And uh, I obviously think you have to ask some serious questions and I think the biggest question is and the one that's not really being asked is what does Justin Fields want in the contract because this team has showed that they don't negotiate when they set a number that's a number and they might work around it a little bit but if Justin Fields wants a bigger number than the team's ready to give then it makes it an easier conversation of whether they draft a quarterback or they keep Fields and after that, if they settle on a number that's good for for both sides, you know it just comes down to what do you think makes the bears better? Is it Justin Fields and the draft haul you get, or is it the number one pick and whatever haul you get for Justin fields and I think the money I think resetting the field with a franchise with a with a rookie quarterback is one of the silliest conversations because it's always on a terrible team, and the Draft picks you're gonna get back from the number one overall pick is gonna it's gonna offset all that money. I mean, Marvin Harrison Jr. would probably command at least twenty million on the open market. So it's kind of it, it, it is what it is. So it, it, it's gonna be. I don't. As, as you guys said earlier, I don't envy the Ryan Poles. No, oh no,
2: no no no! I I didn't say. I actually think he's in a great spot. I mean, yeah, we yeah. envy him. I know. If I yeah. was sitting in in, in, a, in a, an opposing. You know, an NFC Norse general manager's room, and I was the man in charge of that franchise, I would envy the position there because they've got a
1: lot of different options. I didn't envy the Bears general manager whoever it was, whether it was the end of pace or the beginning of polls, when they didn't have first-round picks. Right.
5: I don't envy the hard decision they're at to the make, whether it's moving on from fields or trading the pick. But I envy, the obviously, the commanding position they have because it also puts them in a good position to negotiate with fields on a contract situation as well.
1: You're not the, you know, you're not um, the first person to bring that up, Matt. I know I was texting with Field Yates. I think he gave me, he texted me, and I'll I'll let him next week speak to that. He's got like a a three or four step plan. When I asked him about what he thinks about the Bears quarterback position, I think in one of his steps, he wants the Bears to go to Justin and his agent and say, down the road here,
2: what are you thinking contract-wise? Uh, but I think that that is such a uh, – that's an open-ended question beyond belief for me. I, I, that is not something truly that would factor in. I do believe you – I think there's nothing more valuable, ask the Seattle Seahawks, ask some other teams that had an environment where they weren't at the level that the Carolina Panthers found themselves this year – teams that have access to a good rookie quarterback on a rookie deal that are ready to win now. There's nothing more valuable than a quarterback on a rookie contract who's a difference maker because you can spend your resources in other areas. I think what he was
1: saying, what the caller was saying is three rookie first-round picks all controlled like Marvin Harrison and others um, with Justin Fields is just as valuable as a rookie quarterback and no other first-round pick. Do you know what I'm saying? He's saying you take those – if you trade down and you get three more rookies. You're going to
2: have them cost-controlled. You're going to
1: have those guys cost-controlled, and you won't need as much money because you're going to have star players
2: who are early draft picks. That's true, but the hit rate on all first-round picks is not 100%. And there is a certain amount of risk that's attached with a first-round pick. Now, we may decide that Marvin Harrison Jr. eliminates a lot of that risk, but other guys maybe not. I mean, there have been plenty of top 10 first-round picks that haven't materialized. Sometimes you're better off spending your money on somebody that's already established themselves as a quality NFL player. And again, I, I'm not, I wouldn't go into this worried about Justin's contract desires at this point. I would say to you that I don't believe while I have seen progress and he may be the guy to go forward with, I don't believe Justin has done enough to prove to even talk that, that, okay. yeah, that he's worthy of, of a two two or
1: whatever the, the contract may be. We'll have feel done next week to talk about it. Uh, we're uninterrupted right now, three one two three three two three seven seven six as we broadcast from Hallis Hall. Uh, we're gonna have Joniak coming up here in a half half hour from right now. You can listen on ESPN one thousand one hundred point three HD two. You can watch us here at Hallis as well on twitch.tv slash ESPN1000Chicago. And we've got a YouTube channel as well. If you haven't followed that, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube uh, Live, and it's uh, ESPN Chicago. Let's go to Brian in Highland, Indiana. You're on ESPN1000. What's up, Brian?
4: Brian? Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey. Um, I just wanted to say – to Tom, that uh, I'm a six foot, 180 pound guy. Nice. And in high school, he was my idol. Thank you, Tom.
2: You're welcome, but, Thank uh, you for the Yeah,
4: I'm a pro Justin Fields guy. Totally. But um, I am a firm believer in Ryan Poles. And whatever he decides to do is, I think, what we should all buy into because he's proved us all the way through since he got hired here. I mean, do you, you truly
2: believe that? Game, and, I, and I assume that you do. But as you yep. said, you are a pro-Justin guy. You want to move forward with Justin. But if Ryan Poles decides that he would like to move on from Justin, appreciates what he's done, but will trade him for, for a, a I I would think, a, a pretty considerable pick and decides to use the first overall pick on a quarterback, will you be okay with that? I would be 100% okay, okay
4: cool. with that.
0: That's all I I'm saying. I would be.
4: I would be because look at what he did with DJ Moore. I mean, DJ Moore is essentially like a top 5 pick. I mean, even though he was a trade item, he was he's a top 5 pick. If you had to you know, if you could draft DJ Moore, you would draft him in the top 5, right?
2: Uh you you mean coming out of Maryland? He went to Maryland, right? did he go to America. Yeah. Coming out of Maryland or or,
4: or now like 6
2: a years knowing into the up, knowing the player that he is now where he would. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, depend who else is in the draft, right? Because if Mahomes is in the draft, and Justin Jefferson's in the draft, and Aaron Donald's in the draft, and Trent Williams is in the draft, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be a wise ass. I'm just saying whoever's in the draft would dictate where you'd pick D.J. Well, it, Can we just agree that D.J. is a fabulous well, player? Well, it's the reason why. Poles
1: had a chance to get another first-round pick from yes. them, but he chose D.J. Moore and instead I of the first round I, I was
2: so happy with that
1: decision. So, Brian, thank you. Thanks, we Brian. appreciate your call. Sal's in Connecticut. What's up, Sal?
4: Hey, guys. Uh, a couple of points. The Bears are in the same situation uh, two other teams. And just a uh, recap. Uh, go back to 2012. The Indianapolis Colts had the first pick in the draft, and uh, and they were trying to decide, do they draft Andrew Luck or trade the pick and build around Peyton Manning? Well, they traded Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck for three years, had very good uh, years, even better than Manning, until he got hurt his fourth year. But uh, well,
1: wasn't Manning t- hurt when they drafted Luck?
4: Uh, he was out in 2011, yeah. but then Manning comes back in 2012, but then they traded uh, Peyton Manning to the Denver Broncos.
1: Because he had that severe neck injury. Yeah. I thought that was the reason why they took Andrew Luck. He,
4: well, he, but he still came back. But the, the argument was, do we keep Peyton or do we trade Andrew? The, the second other team that you could compare the, this is definitely compare the Bears to is the Tennessee Titans. In 2015, with the second pick, they took Marcus Mariota. The following year, they go three and nine. They get or Mariota goes three and nine, but they were they had the number one pick in the draft. And they the question it. was okay. Do we trade uh, the pick or do we draft Jared Goff? Yeah, uh, Mariota that his rookie year had twenty eight hundred yards passing, nineteen touchdowns, ten interception. They traded the pick to the L.A. Rams to get six picks in return. Uh, the following year, they had the Rams' fifth overall pick. Uh, Tennessee goes 8 and 7. Uh, I mean Mariota goes 8 and 7 with 3400 yards passing, 26 touchdowns and nine interceptions. Once again the question comes up, okay, do we continue building around Mariota or do we draft uh, Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes while they continue to build around Mariota and the rest is history. So they had th- uh, twi- uh, twice in two years they had an opportunity to upgrade the quarterback, either get Jared Goff or Patrick Mahomes and Der- uh, or Deshaun Watson. Eight years later, they're looking for their third quarterback. Yeah,
1: that's not, a bad, that's not a, a bad one. And I used last week in the column where a lot of people who love fields were not happy. I used the Mariota Fields comp in their first three years. Like right. Mariota's stats uh, has dwarfed Justin Fields' stats in his first three years. And they're similar type quarterbacks, the dual threat, the guys who who could run, the guys who could throw, Drafted similarly, Mariota was a second overall pick.
2: Yeah. Uh, Justin was the 11th. Listen, the 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 fourth quarter numbers are very damning. They just are, and that is part going to be part of the equation. It's going to be part of the 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 evaluation process as well. Like I I can, that's what they're going to do. They're probably going to put it on a board. I got this over here. I got this over here, and ultimately, I've got to discern all of it to make my decision. And That's why I don't think it's going to be based on one game or even two games. It's going to be based on a body of work. But with that said, I do believe there will be added value attached to the following, if in fact it happens, the hypothetical. If they go to Green Bay and Justin plays the way he played against the Falcons, and I'm not talking throws for 268, runs for a touchdown, throws a touchdown pass. I'm talking functions in the pocket efficiently isn't running into sacks, is sliding left, sliding right, creating throwing lanes? is reading things and processing things quickly and efficiently, sees something, trusts it, and rips it the way that he did against the Falcons, and they beat the Packers, their rival, and he outplays their quarterback. I'm not telling you that is going to secure this or it's going to secure that, but I'm a true believer that that will have more weight in their evaluation for a couple of reasons. It now isn't a pop-up. It's consecutive. Now, again, that's still a pretty short streak. But if they're the last two games of the season, it's going to have more of an effect, I think, on their decision. The opponent is going to have bigger. Against the Falcons, that's top-ten defense. Against the Packers, this is your top rival in their building. My quarterback's 0-5 against the Packers currently with four touchdown passes, seven interceptions. I believe he's thrown a couple of pick sixes, at least one pick six. I think there may be two. His quarterback ratings in the low 70s. If he goes up there and is the reason why they win a game and you do it in back-to-back fashion, I'm just telling you, while I wouldn't suggest to you any general manager make a decision based on a two-game sample size, I will tell you that it will be weighted heavier, I think, and rightly sure. so. Then it's the last thing you saw. Yes. It's your rival. Yes. It's two
1: in a row. Yes.
2: Has the light finally gone on? Yes. We can't dismiss that. That's why I think that there is a lot at stake here in this game with regard to the statement. statement that can be made. And I'm not telling you that I believe if he goes out there and balls the way that he did against the Falcons, that it is 100% certainty that it will sway the general manager one way or another. I just believe with the way they feel in this building about the rivalry that hasn't been a rivalry about Green Bay and how you play against Green Bay and how the quarterback would play in comparison to their guy. And it may sound petty and it may sound silly. I'm just telling you, I think that it will be weighed more heavily than if, in fact, you were playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Sure, on always is. Um Last call for
1: your "Would You Rather." Send them, hashtag them, W S Would You Rather on Twitter. Send them to Tyler Occhi. It's uh, at Tyler Aki underscore, correct? And then uh, also to Charlie Bevins at C R Bevins eleven. Uh, send them to them on um, uh, Twitter, and then we will uh, read them coming up in about fifteen minutes. The winner will get a gift card to the pride stores. Our buddy Space in Plainfield. Space, you're on ESPN one thousand. What's up?
0: Guado wow, Sylvie, what's up, fellas? How y'all feeling?
2: How are you? Fabulous. Happy New Year. I
0: I am great. Happy New Year to you fellas. Look, I I'm going to tell you. Uh one, you said, uh, Sylvie, that you're not you are drinking a Kool, you're not drinking a Kool-Aid, excuse me. You said you're at about an eight eight point five on Ryan Pose. I'm going to tell you like this. I am drunk on a Kool-Aid. I, give me another. <laughs> Hear me. I mean, I, give me another. I'm so far drunk. Um, this guy, Ryan Poles, has, yeah, he made a couple bad moves, questionable when you think about the Claypool, but this whole Valus Jones, I was I was out on him. I mean, he's, he's had a better year. You know, he ain't spectacular. He ain't did nothing, you know, that we can go and go tell mom about, but. You know, he hasn't for He hasn't that was the big thing. Hold on to the ball. He hasn't you know, so even still,
2: he
1: barely he played. didn't knock
0: a, knock it out the park. He, he barely played. I, I like, he
2: I, 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 this is what happens when we get a little bit over intoxicated. We start to lower the bar a little bit. Let's keep the bar where it needs to be, Space. That no, like no, that still not, isn't a good I, draft pick.
0: See, but I'm, it, it definitely wasn't. It wasn't okay. worth a second by okay. no no means. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is it's I don't know if you call it a uh, ding on his record. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. I don't know if we're still, you know, you judge us. When you look at all the positives he's done, you yes. look at, you know, Darnell Wright, you look at DJ Moore, you look at just where he's put this. Risker. Yeah. Risker. Oh, Shurvan my goodness.
1: right? Yeah. Tyreek Stevenson. Uh, come yes.
0: on. Look at the. Uh, Tyreek Stevenson, even the other rookie fifth, quarterback, fifth that we round cornerback. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, they're, they're all balling up. Oh, Jack Sedgore. You know, they're all actually doing. <laughs> They're, they're actually doing, you know, pretty good. He's he's done great as a GM, so I'm I'm all for him. Now, if he trades Justin, I'm gonna tell you, I might send him some hate mail. I'm gonna I'm gonna curse him out. I'm going to be so upset. I, I, I might even just you know just 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 stop watching for a little bit. But I'm going to get over it. I'm going to get over it, and I'm going to be back on his on his bandwagon because you know right now I'm I'm 36 years old. I ain't never seen a quarterback in a Chicago Bears uniform that I can. You know, Jay Cutler was the best we had and we didn't it, we had a terrible, you know, team around him. We didn't put no weapons around him. We we just didn't give him enough help. And this Justin Fields has got us more excited than I can ever remember as a Bears fan. Two things that we've never had, a quarterback and a a dominant, what our best receiver was Brandon Marshall. You know, an older Brandon Marshall, not a young Brandon Marshall. We got D.J. Moore who's caught for 1,300 yards already. He's playing hurt, playing through injuries. He's he's like, what, second or third in, in yards in yak, you know, after he's getting hit, after he's made contact. He's breaking all this – breaking all tackles and things. Everything is – the momentum is riding high. Don't get rid of Justin. There's what, The Long Brothers had it right on the head. You trade back. You go ahead. You get the left tackle from Penn State. You go ahead. You, get, I mean, we got to get a center. Lucas Patrick is not it. You Space. get a center maybe third, Space. fourth round. Space, yes sir.
2: What happens if he decides that I can't live without Caleb Williams? So we're going to trade Justin. Said he's going to send him. He's going to he send said. him yeah. hate mail. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going. I'm going. To, I'm going to, I might egg his car. I might do a few things like that. But I'm. I'm, I'm not Carr. Yeah, yeah, I might, I might find his car and egg it, you know. But I'm
2: so I'm you're not totally on board with him. You're not, you're not totally. You don't love him. You don't love him because you're going to egg his car <laughs> because he's going to do something you don't want him to who do. Who was
0: the last
1: person you loved that you egged their car? Oh, good question. Yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a good
0: question. Yeah. But you know, I'm I'm going to be very heartbroken. You know, I'm go- I'm go- I might cry. You know, it's been a while since I've done that. I might, I might actually cry. And then uh, I'm sometimes, going on, sometimes space
2: to the right decisions are the
0: ones that make you most uncomfortable. So, but, but let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, guys. Do you see where Baltimore is right now? And well, well, maybe let me propose this first. You see where Baltimore is, and think about it. Lamar Jackson was just a free agent, nobody even gave him an offer, not uh, even sniffed at it. We think it was like in with the owners. I understand, but still, nobody gave him an offer. But what did Baltimore still do they built around the quarterback. They built around their franchise player. And look where they are. Time Nobody out, time out time, out,
2: time out, time out, time out. MVP. Yeah, let, let's go back, and, and the, the comparisons I just think aren't fair. Lamar Jackson was the MVP of the National Football League in his second season. In his second season, That's he threw 36 touchdown passes. His leading receiver that year was tight end Mark Andrews, who's a fabulous player. He had 850 receiving yards. I think when we start to make comparisons with guys who have at least one MVP and on the verge of getting another one is, I think, just for me, I'll say for me, I think that's a bridge too far. That's just me. That's just me. I think that's, an, that's, a, that's a comparison that I'm not willing to make because I think player A, who's got the MVP, is a significantly, a significantly better player than player B, who doesn't have the MVP.
0: I agree. I agree. But but he, with that being said, we all came into this season asking for a bunch of things for Justin Fields. Hey, yeah. you, and you, you laid it out perfectly right now. You, you said it's not if he wins the game against Green Bay, or if he you know does air B. It's does he look good in the pocket? Is he making the right reads? Is he you know you, you, you laid it out perfectly. And that was what we all wanted to yeah. see from Justin, even Ryan Post. In, in his earlier interview, he wanted I want to see him more confident throwing the ball down the field. I want to see him actually sitting in the pocket and you know not just looking to run. and things. he's done everything you asked him. And he and and not to say he's perfect. I'm not saying he's a perfect quarterback or anything like that. I'm just saying the more you put around him, he's showing that he can. He told you guys, hey, hey, I, I like to throw the ball down the field. That's that's what I prefer. I'd rather do that than run. And do you, We've seen the passes that he made. To oh, my goodness. This last game, in the snow, he was making to pinpoints. Yeah. Oh, Sp- perfect passes.
1: Sp- space. But, but, We're going to send you some towels, okay? Yeah, yeah.
2: That's good, though. I, lo- I, I like hearing passion. excited space. And, and, and not just that. I love the fact that you have, you've expressed your undying appreciation for our quarterback. But you've also acknowledged that. <laughs> In in a roundabout way that you're going to trust the general. No, manager. he didn't. He yeah, said then, he's going to egg his
1: car. But then he said he's That's coming not back. That's
2: trust. Then he's coming back. You can't egg then someone's. And he's coming back. You don't
1: egg someone's car that you
2: That's trust. That's true. But I don't hear the anger in his voice that I see on from other people. Oh, so because outlets.
1: because he's going to egg someone's car with a uh, smile think, on their face. I
2: think I think space is just putting you on. He's not going to egg anybody's car. He's too friendly. Yes. He's he's a very there's friendly. no hate in his system. You can hear it in his voice. There's no hate in there. Expect. I'm, not,
1: yeah. I'm not really going to egg his car. See, okay, I told God. you. Thank you, Space. Yeah.
2: All right. Just fry some eggs,
1: sunny side up maybe, uh, scrambled, whatever. Not not on cars. No, let's not do that. Or
2: houses. No.
1: Too hard to get off. Yeah. All right, Space. See hey, ya. There's Space. <laughs> All right. Would you rather coming up? We'll take more of your phone calls. It was 40 minutes uninterrupted. You can catch us on 100.3 HD2 if you've not tried that. Make sure on your car. The HD side is uh, enabled on your radio. That's how I listen on my uh, car. ESPN 1000, AM 1000 always works as well. You can watch us on twitch.tv slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. YouTube live as well for ESPN Chicago. And of course, that ESPN Chicago. <laughs>
0: Follow Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Waddle and Sylvie. Listen now in HD on our app and on ESPN One Thousand.
2: Hey, this is Coach Mike. This Greg Olson here. This
1: is Stacy King. Hey, this is D Rose. What up? This is Ludacris. Hello. This is Stick Enberg. Would you like to play a little? Would you rather? Oh, oh. oh my! That's right. Your uh, best either or questions. Uh, we've got a pride store gift card for you. Uh, Either this or that in the form of a would you rather question. Uh, You send them to us uh, via Twitter. Send them to Tyler Aki. uh, If you're not following Tyler, you need to. It's at Tyler Aki underscore. And uh, also Charlie Bevins. Follow him. It's at CRBevins11. And then don't forget about Jack. Jack is working the show too. Used to be a TV guy, so he's At Jack McGrath TV. Do I got that
3: right, Jack? Yeah, you got it. Jack. Jack! It's a good crew back at the shop. It's always a good crew back at the shop. All right. Jacob wants to know, would you rather let Brad Allen or Angel Hernandez make your life decisions? Oh, Brad Allen.
2: Yes. Angel Hernandez, is he's the worst of the worst. And he's defiant about his, his ineptitude.
1: For years, and like yeah. he's been suing Major League Baseball. Ha- haven't they tried to get rid of him? Which I don't understand how they can't get rid of him.
3: They haven't they pretty much taken him off the plate. Yeah, like it, he now just, does. I he's think always it, at first base. I feel like <laughs> taking him off the plate.
2: I, I think. Listen, they're probably afraid of the lawsuits that he's constantly filing against them. Okay, all right, just. You know what? Go to second base. You're going to be fine out there. <laughs> like, Go to third. Go to third. <laughs> the the yeah, lowest you know responsibility. What? Yeah.
1: But, you know, Waddle brought up the. I think it may be Waddle's best take ever. And I bet you, you won't I have even a long
2: remember. list of takes. This
1: is, this is your umpire take from this past summer. Do you remember what it is? Absolutely not. Um, and now, and I mentioned Dan Bellino earlier, I should throw this off of him. Not everyone can play wide receiver. No. Not everyone can play running back. Nope. And certainly, there's only a few who could play quarterback. Right. So, why do they let every umpire rotate yeah. between all the bases? They should. Right. If you're not good at calling balls and
2: strikes. Then you don't get to play behind
1: the plate. Like, I've never seen it. It is like Little League Baseball where everyone gets a turn. Yeah. You shouldn't get a turn. It's exactly what Charlie just said. Like, if you're only good at, at umpiring first base,
2: you should only be the first base umpire. How about this? You're not good at any umpiring, but for whatever reason we're keeping you, but, but, the last place you're going to set up shop is behind the plate. But, as, as Tyler just said, we're going to get you off the plate. Well, uh, if you're not good at any umpiring, you shouldn't be an umpire. I think you make a really good argument that he's not good at anything. Yeah, Right. I'm probably going to get sued for saying that, but that's just an opinion. But but still,
1: like it is like your take about that. It is it is one of the silliest rules in sports. Like, it, could you imagine that uh, uh, baseball teams in Major League Baseball you have to rotate your shortstop to second base in the next game? Do they and, shuffle
3: in the NFL? And then they have to go to first
1: base in the next game. Um, no, you're. Because you're, it's, no. it's
2: always the same crew chief. I do yeah. think that the NFL is closing the gap with the chain gang. I really do. Like, and I used to love those guys. Like, they're some of the friendliest, nicest guys on the
3: planet. So we're really going to determine first downs? Come With on, creating jobs. Plans, Wall, yes. Are you taking away jobs from hard-working Americans? We have a we'll change. We'll just reassign you
2: in some other fashion. We, <laughs> to where? I don't know, but give me a chance. Yeah, <laughs> give you, me some there, time. There are I'll many find, jobs. Yeah. You could do a stadium
3: job. They like have a... started. I don't think they do it in the NFL yet, but in college they have. Grab an extra parabolic mic. You'll be good. <laughs> they have. Digital, uh, like the down changers, it doesn't. You don't use it like the uh, their blinds anymore, where you shift it. But it's it's all digital now. Yeah,
2: it is. That changed. That ch- listen. What happened to the guy that shifted the down? He still holds the. the he stick. still holds the stick <laughs> yeah. barely.
1: Like, like here, here's a pole. Here's another pole, and in between we've got a, a chain. A, a chain that's exactly ten yards long, or
2: so we think. <laughs> have so we examined all the ha, chains? Has Belichick ever taken out a link? I don't know. Perhaps. Mm. I, but you'd only have those. Should be the chains you run out there for offense, not the defensive chains. You don't want them running out there with but, a, a chain when you're on defense. But when you're when you're a Brady-led team, wouldn't it
1: help you more if it was a shorter chain? I just think. Or like would it be? Listen, would it listen, help like I want the longer chain, like right? Be, right. Time out. Time you're, you're, out No. Well, if you're the
3: Eagles, you want it to be an 11-yard chain because that's a free yard for you that you're going to get on a timeout no matter what you're not using the
2: the the falcons footballs when you're on offense you're using your footballs so it'd be no different i want my chains when we're on offense you can use your chains when you're on defense but my chains are going to be nine and a half yards My chains are nine and a half yards. All I have to get is nine and a half yards for a first down. That's great. Why do my chains look so much shorter than the opponent? You you know he's tried, of
1: course. It could be his last game this weekend. Well, for this team, yeah, he wants to coach again. You think he will? I think
2: he wants the record.
1: Head coach? I know he does. No, he wants
2: to be the special teams coach for a bad franchise. (laughs) He wants to (laughs) be a a holdback guy. What do you mean?
1: Well, I mean, do you think he will be the coach? (laughs) You think someone's going to hire him to be the head coach? Oh, yeah. Oh, I bet
3: the Panthers would. Oh, yes.
2: David Tepper?
3: Yeah.
1: Throwing drinks on fans? And David Tepper is going to tell him which quarterback to draft. David Tepper just told his staff, I don't want C.J. Stroud. I want...
2: Bryce Young. You don't think that, that they would show Arthur Smith the door to bring in Bill Belichick? How many franchises are doing the right thing? You told me you'd rather have Eberflus than Belichick. Did I? Yeah. At this point? Yeah. I, I won't shy away from that. I uh, probably should, but I won't. Listen, I think Bill Belichick's the greatest that's ever done it. There's a shelf life on everything.
3: What What's next? McMuffin wants to know, would McMuffin you rather I don't get recall a a good McMuffin. McMuffin? One wish... But it's a 50-50 proposition, or you get 1,000 free lottery tickets. So you get one wish, and there's a 50% 50
2: chance chance of coming true. true. Why would I not take that? The odds of that are 50%. The odds of how many lottery tickets? 1,000
3: free lottery tickets. Get out
2: of here! The odds of winning the lottery are like one one in a
1: billion. Give me one wish for 50 -50.
2: 50. Yes, that's... That's, that's ridiculous McMuffin, come on now that Come one you a could have strong. crafted
3: it better than that, yeah. McMuffin
2: yeah.
3: Oh, Okay, so uh, one wish, 50-50 But the, where you get it, or the opposite will happen to you
2: Either I, I, I okay, the wish so would be So if I wish for a million dollars, you lose a million dollars?
3: You lose $1, 000. $1, 000. No, just a million just dollars No, you lose door. a million the, the opposite of winning is losing
1: So if, you w- if I want to <laughs> live forever, then you die right then?
3: And I guess maybe all of the life that you live is erased from I, humankind. I'm interpreting this differently.
2: Either you win a million dollars or you win nothing. No, I think it's you either win a I million. Think the it says the opposite. Well, yeah, the opposite is you and a then Give dollars. me
1: the thousand uh, lottery tickets.
2: Yeah, I'll take that too.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. not bad then. That was better than I thought.
3: I left that part out. I missed that. misread uh, that part. Apologies. Give me one
1: more before Joniak uh, joins us.
4: Um, How about this one? DJ wants to know, would you rather be able to play an instrument or be able to speak multiple languages?
2: I'd rather, at this point in my life, I'd rather play an instrument. I'll get by with the other stuff. I want to be able to That's, just... It's pretty cool to speak I, I multiple I get it. Do you know what's cool? Be able to play every song you want on your guitar. That is the language of love. I don't know if that's the language of love, but it's what I would want to do. I desperately want to be able to play the guitar. Be, would, you can. Learn. Damn I, it. I haven't had You time. have a guitar. I will. I will. I will before I die.
3: You had a whole ass pandemic to learn. Like that—that's that—that was my whole thing. Is like if it didn't happen then, we're not going to get to it. To
2: to actually get proficient on a guitar, I would think you'd have to take in person lessons. All right, you're not getting it. I have a challenge
1: for you. I have a challenge for you next with Joniak. Push ups. Yes, that and something else coming up next.